Retreat. It's no secret that the Russian army is in bad shape in Ukraine. The invasion has not gone according to plan. Breakdowns are everywhere. And one bunker contains secrets, including the abandoned journal of a Russian staff officer. It's a town that maybe you've never heard of. Balaklia, Ukraine. That was the site of a Russian command and control bunker. But they abandoned it when Ukraine counterattacked. One interesting thing left behind, an officer's journal. He tells of a military with damaged morale. It's a game of roulette, he said. The strikes can land anywhere. They were running out of munitions and drones. In September, a friend bled to death in a nearby village. Discipline was breaking down. And then they fled. War is a terrible reality. But Christ is coming back. And they will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war anymore. Welcome to Haven Today, here on the final day of October. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And we're launching a series today called Good News for Ukraine. Yes, it's October 31st. I'm sure you're thinking what I'm thinking. It's the 505th anniversary of the Reformation. And on this day in 1517, Martin Luther nailed his 95 theses to the door of the church in Wittenberg. And that began the Protestant Reformation. If you'd like to hear more about that, you can listen to our Great Stories podcast, where we have a collection of various people, scholars, others, talking about key reformers. And it's there at haventoday.org. Well, today we're going east of Germany. We're going to Ukraine. The war has raged there for over eight months now. The United Nations reporting last month that over 12 million people have been displaced and left the country. I saw this firsthand when I was on the border earlier this year. But within Ukraine, there are still nearly 7 million people who are internally displaced. On this program, we'll be joined by my friend and the president of Mission Eurasia. His team is on the ground in Ukraine, helping those trapped in the country with food and shelter. So they report estimating that about half of the entire children population of Ukraine are refugees or displaced. Sergei Rakuba, president of Mission Eurasia. Stay with us and here's some amazing stories out of Ukraine and how the kingdom of God is advancing even in the midst of war. Then after the program, I want to give you an opportunity to send hope to the children of Ukraine. Haven Today is partnering with Mission Eurasia to package and deliver thousands of Christmas boxes to traumatized and displaced refugee children in Eastern Europe. Each of three things, a delight like toys and candies, an essential like socks or mittens, and most importantly, hope, an age-appropriate Bible in the Ukrainian language. Often it's the Jesus Storybook Bible by my friend Sally Lloyd-Jones. So join us in sharing the hope of Jesus with thousands of displaced children this Christmas. $25 will send a box of hope. You can call us after the program. It's important that we do this this week in order to get it into the hands of kids there before Christmas. Our number after the program to call, 865 haven 865 haven 
Or better yet, go watch the video where Sergey shows what a Christmas box looks like, and then you can make your gift when you visit haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. And now, before we meet up with Sergey Rakuba, I want us to open this program with Aaron Schust. My hope is in you. I meet with you, and my soul sings out as your word throws doubt far away. I sing for you, and my heart cries holy, hallelujah, Father, you're near. My hope is in you, Lord, all the day long. I won't be shaken by drought or storm, the peace that passes understanding is my song and I sing my hope is in you alone I wait for you and my soul finds rest in my selfishness you show me grace I worship you and my heart cries glory hallelujah Father, you're here. My hope is in you, Lord, all the day long. I won't be shaken by drought or storm. The peace that passes understanding is my song, and I sing my hope is in you. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, and we are going to have a revisit that I think is very significant. It's been far too long since we went back to Ukraine. We talked about what's going on there now. Uh, Probably seven months ago, we were there when the war broke out. 
We were broadcasting for two weeks uh, from that troubled part of the world. And the one person who made that possible for us is the president of Mission Eurasia, who himself was born Ukrainian, later came to the United States, went to Moody Bible Institute. Uh, My brother in Christ, Sergei Rikuba, thank you for joining me again today. Well, thank you so much, Charles. And it's such a privilege to be on your show again. And, you know, remember those days we traveled together when the war just broke out. Uh, You were uh, broadcasting right from there, from the border, Mm. Mm. uh, when we've seen thousands and thousands of Ukrainian refugees were pouring into Poland. And your listeners, this wonderful partnership you guys made sets a huge, huge difference, providing resources that we continue using, providing food and shelter for all those who are suffering, running from the war in Ukraine. And in a few minutes, we're going to talk about making a Christmas for Ukrainian refugee children. But before we get to that, so much has happened. You know, four provinces have now been, just in the past two weeks, been delegated by President Putin as being part of Russia, even though nobody there wanted to be part of Russia. But So much has changed. The drones coming in in swarms uh, from Iran, but painted over with Russian insignia. The electrical grid is being purposefully destroyed. Let's just talk about what you're hearing now. And, And of course, you're back and forth between Ukraine and the United States. You've got ministry that's kept going, and the gospel is still going forward, too. Kind of bring us up to date. Give us give us news that we might not be watching on TV or read on the internet. Yeah, we don't see a lot on TV what's actually happening in Ukraine today, eight months later since Russia invaded uh, Ukraine. And a lot's happening. You know, everybody was just thinking it will take a few days. Russia will take over uh, Ukraine, will destroy us all kind of. Uh, infrastructure will place their own government in place and it's all will be done. Putin's plan to denazify Ukraine, that's how he called that uh, special operation, will be over. But the leadership of Ukraine, the uh, uh, political leaders, you know, like President Zelensky and his cabinet, they stood up and say, no way, you know, we are not leaving, we're not giving up. And our people will stand up against this invasion. The church stood up, you know, so and mobilized, you know, all uh, economical, whatever was available for Ukrainians, all army uh, resources, but spiritual resources as well. And they continue standing against of that uh, 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 aggression against Ukraine. As of yesterday, the United Nations reports that there are over 21 million of uh, uh, Ukrainians uh, uh, got shifted or displaced. Mm. Out of 37 million population, 21 million, that's exactly Mm. uh, about over two-thirds of the entire population. The most tragic segment of this uh, big crisis, that's the children. Mm. They say that all the refugees that moved into neighboring countries because of the martial law. Men have to stay to fight, but uh, women and children are crossing the border into neighboring countries. 
So they report estimating that about half of the entire children population of Ukraine are refugees or displaced. That means they lost their communities, they lost their homes, they lost the coziness of their rooms, you know, so their community, you know, and many of them, they lost their loved ones. So when the winter, harsh winter is coming, you know, so these people basically find themselves without source of heat. President Zelensky last night announced over 30% of all uh, Ukrainian power supplying sources being destroyed mm. deliberately by mm. those drones uh, that fly from all over, you know, so those occupied territories uh, that Russia took over from Russia itself and deliberately hitting those power sources. So demoralizing Ukrainian population uh, when the winter is coming. If you just joined us, you're listening to Haven Today, and you're listening to Sergei Rukuba. He's the president of Mission Eurasia. They're the most active organization I know of that's operating in Ukraine in the name of Jesus Christ and making a difference. Sergei, I was there with you when the war broke out. It was cold. I kept saying on the air, it's spitting snow. <laughs> Even in my heavy winter coat that I don't normally have to wear on the west coast of the United States, I was cold. And um, Christmas is coming. There are all these refugee children. What are you doing to try to help meet the needs? And by that, I also include the spiritual needs of young children. Uh, thank you, Charles. It's a very good question. You know, what Mission Eurasia is doing in order to meet the needs of thousands and thousands of needy uh, Ukrainian refugee children that run from this war. The tragedy is enormous. Uh, after we parted our ways there at the uh, border uh, between Ukraine and Poland back in March, it was a chilly, it was cold day. Uh, so I remember I went to uh, another checkpoint uh, near Moldova and was standing, you know, watching, you know, so the streams of refugee families, mostly women, you know, carrying their children, you know, mm -hmm. pushing their strollers with babies or crossing the border. One lady, she was just dragging two little boys with her. Mm. She was carrying a huge backpack. Mm. And uh, so she stopped. I came and I asked if I could help. Her tears were just streaming down on her street. Her boys were screaming, turning back to the gate of the checkpoint. And the older one, his name was Semi. And he was just screaming, Mama, Mama, tell me, is Daddy going to come or not? Oh. His Daddy oh. said goodbye right behind that, day, that gate. Went back to his city of Kherson. We've heard the name of the city where he was a pastor leading the church congregation leading his community. That semi, he was holding a blanket, just uh, kind of pressing to his chest. And mama was looking at him and saying, Stoma, Tomachka, help is coming. You will see your mm -hmm. daddy soon. We don't know if semi ever saw his daddy. But mm -hmm. these children, they will be facing Christmas this year somewhere in a shelter, somewhere possibly in a hospital house of Polish citizens, Moldova or other countries. But Christmas is coming and the harsh Ukrainian winter is bringing its reality to them. 
we want these children to have good Christmas. And that's what Mission Eurasia is doing now. We're trying to raise enough resources to provide 100,000 Christmas boxes, gifts of hope, and delivering place into the hands of these children. To try and to put, you know, so a smile back into their face. Mm. They will not have anything if we didn't bring that gift. Tell me what's in a box. Uh, what's coming that we're printing boxes right there in country. Uh, you know, so we have good partners, you know, we're able to arrange printing. And this empty boxes will be filled with good things that kids love. We raise resources here in America or Canada. And uh, so we buy things on bulk there. And hundreds of churches, we've developed a very good relationship partnership. And their volunteers will be packing those boxes right there in country. And so what goes into those boxes, you know, things that kids love, things that they will enjoy at their Christmas uh, holiday. And that's a toy, sweets, you know, uh, there will be mittens, you know, and a warm hat. There will be pencils, you know, and some school supplies, you know, in it so that kids can, these boys and girls can enjoy. But the most important, Charles, we add a good, colorful Bible to that gift that makes it a gift of hope so that, uh, you know, so this is for their spiritual comfort, you know, so that they can learn about hope in Jesus. And 100,000 of these Christmas gifts we're planning to pack and deliver right at the Christmas time, because we do this all in the country. We don't have to ship it. We don't have to go through all the customs, clearance, bureaucracies, and all other uh, barriers. There wouldn't be time to do that. And and I know there are programs that do that that are very effective, where the boxes are actually shipped from, say, the U.S. or Canada and go in. There isn't time for that. It's impossible. But you already have this network of evangelical churches with people trained to pack these boxes you're just sending the funds in and your team that's already in place will make this happen right yes that's correct you know and we buy things in bulk there we even you know impact the local economy there and especially in the time of crisis this is one of the important components as well and one thing i should add Half of these children's Bibles that you're sending in every box is Sally Lloyd-Jones and the Jesus Storybook Bible that we've had on our program many, many times, including this past summer when we first introduced that. The most popular children's Bible in all the world. But you'll be offering it in Ukraine. In the language, in Ukrainian language, these Bibles, uh, the story of Jesus will be included in a Christmas box and a Christmas gift that makes it a gift of hope for a needy child in Ukraine. Mm. All right, we better pray. Let's pray for a Christmas for refugees, these little children, but it's a Christmas that includes Jesus. And thank you, Sergei, for all you do. Would you lead us in prayer? Absolutely. Lord Jesus, we come to you in the gratefulness of our hearts so that in the midst of all what's happening in the world, all what's happening in Ukraine, you're still on the throne and you're the main source of hope. Thank you, Father. So that uh, in our faith, you know, we follow you. And in the midst of the tragedy that is happening in Ukraine, 
so many of your followers, faithful ambassadors of the gospel, they continue preaching your gospel, the gospel of love and gospel of hope to tens of thousands of those who are in such a deep need because of this war. We especially pray for children of this war, Father, for millions of Ukrainian displaced and refugee children that lost literally all and facing this coming harsh winter. We want them to uh, have a moment of joy so when we will be able to come to their place with a gift of hope and placing that Christmas gift into their hands, share the greatest story of all, a story when you came to this earth, Father, that you came as the main source of hope so the children can come to knowledge of you, Father, and in their faith, embracing you and hope in you can continue on their lives when they are continue living where they are. So, Father, we pray for children of Ukraine. We pray for that they will have good Christmas when we can bring them these gifts. But we also pray for resources, Father. So much resources needed to make this gift of hope project for Ukrainian children, Ukrainian refugee children uh, possible. And I pray for all the supporters that are making their decisions now to make a generous gift to enable Mission Eurasia and our national staff on the ground in Ukraine and churches to be able to bring this gift uh, to the children of Ukraine. So Enola pray in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Sergei Rekuba, what a brother you are in the Lord. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's good to have you on again. Thank you, Charles. Thank you. of Worship CD, Christ in Us by Twyla Paris. You're in a haven today called Good News for Ukraine. I'm Charles Morris, and special thanks to my friend Sergei Rakuba for joining us on the program. This war in Ukraine 
is nothing but shocking. I don't think any of us, at least in North America, can understand what it would be like to have over 12 million of our neighbors leave their homes, friends, and family to just find safety. And then to think that over half of these refugees are children. It seems hopeless, humanly speaking, but not with the Lord. And that's why Haven Today is partnering with Mission Eurasia again to bring hope to children refugees of Ukraine for Christmas. Mission Eurasia is working with hundreds of churches in Ukraine, Poland, Moldova, and throughout Eurasia to package and deliver thousands of Christmas boxes to traumatized and displaced refugee children. You can help share the hope of Jesus with these displaced children this Christmas. $25 will send a box of hope filled with treats, essentials like mittens or beanies, and an age-appropriate Bible to one refugee child. How many refugee children can you help this Christmas? And let me remind you, as always, Haven is not taking a dime of what you send for the Christmas boxes. 100% of your gifts for Ukraine go to Ukrainian refugees. So call us, but first pray about how generous you can be. Our number is 800-65-HAVEN, 800-65-HAVEN, or take an extra moment. Watch the video online where Sergei shows what a Christmas box looks like, and then make your gift when you visit haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And just as we have to go, if you wanted to, but just didn't get around to it last week, we still have the American Underdog DVD for your gift to the ministry as well. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again next time when again we get to share together the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Did you see that? That was my favorite question to ask as a kid on the 4th of July. Something about fireworks always resonated with me. And the bigger and louder, all the better. But one of the neatest parts of a fireworks show is watching it with friends and family. You can all enjoy the sights and sounds together. But there's something far more glorious that we will see one day, a sight that'll put the best fireworks to shame. Isaiah tells us about it in chapter 40. The glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all people will see it together, for the mouth of the Lord is spoken. The glory of the Lord, the return of Jesus Christ, what a sight that will be. Get Anchor devotional in print monthly. Visit getanchor.com.